Welcome back to Twist Talk, everybody. I'm your host, Daniel Havens. With me again is Mike. What's up, guys? And for the first time, we got Jesse in the building. Jesse, say hi. Hello, everybody. So if you guys listened to last week's episode, and I think we brought Jesse up before, uh, he is mine and Mike's barber. He makes us look good, and that's not an easy job. Nope. I struggle every day. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Jesse, how did you get into wanting to cut hair? Um, Growing up, my family actually owned a skate salon here in Twin. Uh, so kind of watching my uncle cut as I grew up and then I was always kind of hanging out there. My mom worked in jackpot. So every day after school, I'd go basically clean up the shop and sit there and watch people cut hair all day and decided. So I started messing up my friend's hair in high school and kind of wanted to do it ever since. So to get to where you are right now, how long did it take more or less? Cause I know you just finished your program early last year, right? Yeah. So, I mean, the biggest barrier was there's not a barber school. There wasn't a barber school here in Twin. Um, I moved to Boise in 2014 after graduating CSI, and I was like, I'm going to go to Boise Barber College. And from there, I ended up getting my then-wife pregnant. And so I was like, hey, we got to move back because I don't know anyone here. So <laughs> kind of put that on hold and then ended up working at Snake River, where Mike works now. And uh, Aveda heard about me you know, like cutting hair on the side and wanting to be a barber. So they reached out to me and they're, uh, they said, if we start a barber program, would you be interested in going? I was, at the time, I was set up to be able to pay all my bills for a year, pay for school. So I was like, it's what I want to do, so I better do it now. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, the program in all was about six months, delayed by COVID a little bit. But, yeah, other than that, finally got it done after 11 years of wanting to be a barber. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, no, I was going to say, I've known you for years. I did not know that you wanted to cut hair. And then I just felt like recently is when we became closer friends. So like when Mike told me that you were going to school to be a barber, I was like, whoa, like I would have never guessed a day in my life that that's what Jesse wanted to do with his life. Yeah. And that's a big part was like once Carson was born, everything kind of went on the back burner. I was like, I need to be support him, you know, whatever I need to do. So I, like I said, the only reason I actually went through with it is because I put myself in a position to be able to afford it and do it without any distractions and just go all out. Yeah. So you're literally like living proof that if you manage your time and money well enough that you can actually follow your dream one day. Yeah. And that's the craziest part. It's just like, obviously there wasn't a barber school here and I wasn't about to go live in Boise while my son's here. So I was like, Mm -hmm. I just happened to be saving for no reason (laughs) and kind of was like, well, I'm going to go all in on this it's paid off it's hell dude and it was such like a big shock to everyone especially like who knew like what you and i do or what you did because like you were making good money so it was like a big surprise to everyone too and i think that was one of the cool parts because of it was something you were passionate about it wasn't about making money it was about doing something you love oh for sure that's uh, if i ever make what i was making before doing what i love like oh even if I make half, I'm going to be solid. I'm just like, yes. I, I'm happy as hell. That's the dream, dude. <laughs> hell, yeah. hell yeah. So really quick, though, because uh, I don't think I've ever asked, because you guys didn't go to school together, because Mike's a little bit older than we are. How did you guys meet and become friends? Uh, it was actually through Peyton Rojas. Uh, oh, yeah. Shout out to Peyton. Uh, he hit me up. He's like, hey, you want to go fishing? Was, of course. And he's like, okay, my buddy Mike's going to come with us. So what we did is 8 a.m. comes around, get a 30 rack of course light, you know, 10 a.m. rolls around, go get a second 30 rack, haven't caught a fish yet, and 
trying to just start hanging out from there. Oh no, now we live together. Hell yeah. Dude, I think we picked up that second 30 rack by like 10, 30, 11 o'clock. Like not even exaggerating. Not, it, was, like, it was rough. You guys didn't catch any fish that day? Uh, Mike did not. <laughs> That's like, he had all this cool fishing gear. I'm like, damn. He's, uh, I have like my beginner backpack of just little lures. They're just handing me stuff. And I don't think any of us caught anything at our first spot. Ended up going to Durkee's. And that's where we started catching fish. Well, me and Peyton, at least. It was rough. <laughs> no, it was a rough day for me, all right? But I, I came back. I made up for it. I took them out to one of my spots and smoked them. So, nice. You know. So, I heard that there's a story about one of my favorite places on the planet that you need to tell me. And that's Jackpot. Jackpot. Oh, dude. When you oh, and I went to Jackpot. God. So... Uh, Let me start this out. So <laughs> I have some friends who now live in Pocatello, but at the time um, lived in Boise. And I only knew one of the two of them. And her and I had been friends for, for years. And she was like, hey, like we're going to be down in Jackpot. Like You should come with us because you're close. And I was like, hell yeah. I was like, yo, Jesse, you want to go to Jackpot tonight with some friends of mine? Jesse was totally down. And we were partying. I was the driver, so I was sober, mm -hmm. everybody else was getting smashed, and Jesse just kind of, like, took on a new job while he was down there. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, not at Cactus Pete's, but right across the camp, like, Horseshoe, is it? Yeah, yeah. I think. Uh, they had karaoke going on, so, of course, I'm like, uh, let's go over there, and the DJ kind of sucked. He was just like, okay, whoever wants the mic, you go next. dog shit. Yeah. He hated like, his job, dude. Jesse's mm -hmm. just trying to be super nice about it. Like, dog shit. <laughs> dude, yeah. this old guy who just fucking hated his job. Yeah, so he loved me. So I was sitting up there. <laughs> I was like, you know what, hand me the mic. Was, he's like, you just went. I was like, no, I got this. I was like, just reading the board. I was like, all right, you're up next. A lot of time I just started doing duets with everyone. I literally turned into the MC for like two hours and just introducing people. You know, me and Mike, of course, did No Scrubs, TLC. That's tradition. And Don't fuck with tradition. But yeah. Jesse deadass ran the DJ booth for this karaoke joint for three hours. <laughs> Because he was getting fed up because Jesse kept putting in for songs, putting in for songs, putting in for songs. And there'd be like three or four people between his songs. Uh -huh. And this DJ would just sit there with his old ass and he'd be like, Stephanie, Stephanie, it's your turn. And he'd sit there for a minute. And he'd come back and be like, Stephanie, if you're in the building, it's your turn. And it would take him like five minutes to get somebody up to the stage. So Jesse's like, fuck this, grabs the mic. He's like, yo, Stephanie, let's go. If you're not up here in like 30 seconds, we're skipping. And he, dude, he was skipping people and running the DJ booth. It was incredible. Yeah, I didn't get paid. No tips. Bullshit. <laughs> but dude was stoked to have him there. Yeah, I was, when you said jackpot, my first thought, I was like, you weren't there for that. But when I went with Bo, our old boss, my, my old boss, Mike's current boss, he took me up for an Eve 6 concert, and I'm sitting here standing in line, like, buying us a bucket of beer. Some, like, girl, she, I think she said she was, like, 35, was standing behind me. I'm, like, just sitting there talking to me. She's like, wow, how old are you? I was like, I look like I'm 18, but I was 24 at the time, I think. And I was like, yeah, just here for the concert and work. And then she was like, well, you're kind of hot. And I was like, thanks. <laughs> Uh, you're kind of old. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, I didn't say that. I'm not an asshole. But so then she was like, uh, do you have a room? I was like, yep, I'm here for work. And then she was like, 
well, I have a room too, if you want a better room to stay in. I was like, like, I've never, like, I've had girls like hit on me, but not like full on like, and she was like, basically let me suck your dick right now. And I was like, uh, okay, well, I'll see you later. I got to go sit with my boss. <laughs> then, so hold, on, hold on real quick. I'm just going to go on the record. That's fire. Yeah. And so, you know, concert goes on. It was great. And then all of a sudden I'm sitting here with, uh, Bo and Joey and, uh, the girl starts coming back and then like sat down and talked for a little bit and then was full on, like, let me suck your dick. Like not even kidding. Like just once, out in the open, just out in the open in front of everyone. This is a story Bo was talking about. Yeah. When we saw Warrant. Yep. Oh, that's so yeah. fire. Dude. And so then all of a sudden I'm like, you got to get me out of here. Like I see Joey walking back. Like, cause it was just me and Bo sitting this time. And Joey's walking down the stairs, and I just make eye contact and start. I literally got up and jumped over the table, and jo- Joey picked me up, and I just ran out and went and started gambling. And I was like, "Get me the hell out of here!" <laughs> and I think she, she sat there and talked to like Bo for like another thirty minutes. Cause I didn't see them come out. <laughs> Damn, dude, that would have been such a fun trip to be on. I mean, our our trip when we met you down there after what it was LSU in Alabama, I think. I think so. It's you were just like, dude, just get down here. I got two free tickets for Warren. And I was like texting everybody I knew. And finally, my buddy Robert Juker, dude, always comes in clutch, especially when it's like a jackpot trip. He's like, wait, you said we're going to go see Warren? I was like, yeah. He's like, I'm fucking in. <laughs> so we get down there and Mike's like, that Mike was telling me that story kind of, but not in his, like, as much detail. He's like, you got to ask Jesse about it. And I'm, I'm just glad I finally got to hear it because that's awesome. Yep, that was my first near rape experience. I think she was going to kidnap him if she could have. Literally. And she so, probably thought it was kidnapping. She thought I was like 16, I swear. Size comparison, like, was she your height or was she a little bit taller? Because she probably was thinking about kidnapping you. Uh, we're about, like, the same height. I mean, she was definitely, like, built a little more like a linebacker than me, you know? But, okay. <laughs> you know, just defensive end for the Colts or something. But... <laughs> just Forrest Buckner out here <laughs> trying to suck his dick. Yeah, I'm like, help me, mommy. <laughs> <laughs> She's all, not you me. can call me mommy. <laughs> you can call me son. I'll wear a little spinny hat. <laughs> uh, so, I do know this about you, though, and you brought it up already. Karaoke, dude. You you get on that mic, dude, and you just get after it. Both of you guys do, actually. Dude, Jesse is incredible at karaoke. <laughs> I know. Because the dude can actually sing, but also he's just, he's a showman, dude. He gets into it. Yeah. See, that's the weird thing. He's like, I'm actually scared to seeing normal Mm -hmm. in public so i just put the theatrics out there to i guess cope with that (laughs) that makes sense hide it and i don't know i just like entertaining people i like making people laugh so i'm like i don't i'm a lot of time especially in jackpot i'm like i'm never gonna see any of these people again who gives a shit (laughs) well when we went out for ricky's birthday and we, we went and you guys did karaoke for like two hours of having the time of my life dude i was like i'm not getting up there and singing because i can't but, like, watching you guys do no scrubs is probably one of my favorite things of all the time. <laughs> and disclosure, I was completely sober on that birthday. <laughs> so that's, that's me sober. Karaoke. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. You were, you were being the DD for us. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, Ricky was puking in the front yard by 11 a.m. I'm so that's proud awesome. of her. Yeah, if you're not throwing up on your 21st birthday before noon, I don't think you're doing it right. Well, and that trip that we took to Jackpot where we went to go see Warrant. Yeah is when you ditched me and whoa 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 whoa! whoa. i didn't ditch you i was like hey let me let me play a few new spins on roulette and then i was on a hot one and then three hours later like i still couldn't find him but anyway that's the same night that two more married women hit on me one of them was sitting there talking to me she's sitting right next to me in this group at this table 
And I didn't know, dude. I'm just talking to her. We're having a good time. She's not wearing a ring. And then all of a sudden, like, I see the people across from me, their eyes get all big. And I, like, I'm kind of, like, weirded out. And I'm looking around trying to figure out what's going on. And this dude just shows up right over my shoulder and is, like, yelling at his wife. And he was pissed. He's like, you always fucking do this, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, what's going on? And the other dude across the table sitting across the table from me just goes, oh, that's her husband. And I was like, shit. <laughs> Stood up and got out of there, dude. Please don't kick my ass. <laughs> I could have taken him, but like, I'm not going to fight some dude over his wife. I mean, at least she, he, she wasn't built like the linebacker, you know. <laughs> I love the, you always do this comment. <laughs> I know, dude. I was like, oh, my God. This isn't like, okay, so it's not just me, like. I don't know, dude. Like, damn, there goes just... my ego. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like married women just attract you, Mike. No, I attract them. I don't understand it, dude. I don't get it. It's because you're a good-looking guy, dude. No homo. I'm garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's just what they're used to. But since you guys like absolutely just destroy karaoke, what's your uh, top five karaoke songs? If you had to name them, no scrubs. No scrubs. I mean, is that that's number that, one that, for that's sure? That's the go-to. We have to. I yeah. really like Colt Forty Five. I've done that one a couple times. Yeah. You know. Everyone knows the words to that, so everyone's vibing. Mm-hmm. Um, dude, we jammed out to Mr. Brightside oh, the yeah. last time we went out, and that was fire, dude. Just like 35 white people in the bar just screaming. It was amazing. Yeah, yeah. Dude, that, that's like that's got to be on like every white person's get hyped list. Oh, for sure. I think Joey Joey was banging it this yeah. morning. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, dude. I remember you did a high school musical song with Ricky, and I was like, "Yo, this mad, this is mad fucking cute, dude." See, that's where like that's where I get more nervous. Is like because everyone's like staring at us like it's serious, and I'm like, I'm oh not used to God, singing serious up here. <laughs> like, and I don't like I knew like the chorus, you know, mm-hmm. but I didn't actually know the rest of the words. I was kind of disappointed. I was like, uh... which is so crazy to me that you get nervous considering like your background on stage and singing and like the fact that you actually do have like a good strong voice. That's crazy to me. I didn't Dude, know that. But that was like, like I said, it was kind of in a different element. I was going to those shows expecting to sing in front of people. This one, I'm like, I'm here. Like, What do you the- expect when you go to the karaoke <laughs> bar, bro? It's like when I go to the karaoke bar, like there's the ones that like take it super serious. You can tell they're like oh, regulars. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're trying to like sing get discovered on YouTube somewhere. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, man, <laughs> I don't want to look like that guy. <laughs> I love when dudes will get up and sing metal songs that they have no business singing. You're like, why are you trying to, like, squeal Ozzy Osbourne right now? Dude, I just love karaoke. Like, like, again, I won't get up and sing, but I just love sitting there watching people sing karaoke. because Dude, it's a blast. Especially when you get those people who are really good. Yeah, yeah. see, that's what You're I'm like, like, this is incredible. Yeah. yeah. No, for sure. And, and you're just in a dive bar. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you're in a dive bar, like, a Saturday at, like, 1 in the morning, and somebody's just belting their heart out. And just absolutely so killing this song, yeah. Oh, one of my favorite experiences. Like, so I have a group of friends that kind of gets together uh, around Christmas time every year. They all kind of live all over. And my buddy Cable, uh, he is like obviously gay. And we're at the windbreak on like a Thursday night. And he just gets up there. I mean, it looked like bike bar as hell that night for some reason. Mm -hmm. And he gets up there and sings Anaconda by Nicki Minaj (laughs) doing the splits on stage. Oh my God. Like, Hell yeah. <laughs> That's like, kind of fire though. Kill it. And then I was like, I was like, I really hope I don't have to fight anyone tonight. <laughs> Someone's going to try to kill Cable. And the next thing we know, there's a group of people just bringing us tequila shots. It's like, fuck yeah. <laughs> That's the best. Dude, I think I have met Cable once in my life. And 
it was after so Cable moved away, and before Cable moved away, I never knew him, but he was in a band called Diamond, and it was the first band that I was ever in, and I was told that they needed a bass player, so I go to the audition with my bass, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Yo, we're looking for a singer." And they played back the music they they had recorded with Cable. Mm-hmm. Dude is fucking incredible. Broadway fucking caliber singer. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm like, yo, you want my fat ass to replace this? Hell no. <laughs> Give me some bass lines. I'll fucking lay them down. But I'm not singing. <laughs> Long story short, I ended up having to sing the next show. Thank God the mic's cut out because everyone's <laughs> expecting Cable and it's me. <laughs> Oh no, you you really downplay your singing ability. Yeah, I think real. you're a good singer, Mike. Yeah, and I feel like your voice definitely fits rock band more than Cable. Like you said, Broadway Cable's straight up Broadway voice. Like there there was a time in choir, there was a tenor part, and our choir teacher literally said, "No one else try to hit this note. Just let Cable sing it. He's loud enough. <laughs> let him do it." So and, like, oh. I appreciate the hell out of that. I have worked on my voice the last few years, but this was when I was 17. Mm-hmm. Dude, I had never like done anything like this in my life. Was so much worse than I am now. And I was like, what the hell? Like, I can't do this. So I get up on stage and start singing, and we're just rocking out. And, dude, once I realized that the mics weren't working, I was just putting on a show, dude. Like, I felt like fucking freddie mercury up there dude i'm just jamming having a great time no one can tell i can't sing but i I look like i can Mm -hmm. because i'm just jamming and then like the mics came back for a couple seconds and people were like oh god (laughs) (laughs) that's not cable (laughs) that's (laughs) pay-per-view damn yeah that was rough bro i'm looking at these twisted teas i'm drinking right now and we are getting on a can this year please please you you made me you, you you talked about how you wanted to, to do it last year, and I failed you, but this year we're doing it, dude. All right, sweet. Because we'll I got, like, what's today's date? Yeah, I got, like, six more weeks, dude, and then I'm back to drinking, so yeah, we're going to get this taken care of. That was a bull. And actually, you want to want to do that really quick right now? Are we now? doing that? Yeah, we can do that right now. So if you guys... Let's let Jesse draw. He's our guest. Yeah, we'll let Jesse draw. So if you guys have been paying attention, we did a giveaway for the episode that we did with Laney and Lena. Um, thanks, everybody that entered in. We really appreciate that. Uh we're going to draw a name really quick. We will post to our story as well on the day the episode comes out. And if I draw my own name, this is not rigged. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We got Brody Stanley. Hey, there we go. All right. Good for you, bro. What's up, Brody? How you been, bro? I haven't seen you in years. He used to be uh, my neighbor when we were kids, dude. I saw him like really? last week. Yeah. Yeah, I game. <laughs> see him every day at work, dude, but, you know, love yeah, his we face. We were neighbors as kids. We used to fucking... Dude, one of our neighbors, his dad worked at Pepsi, and he would get, like, those plastic Pepsi crates, mm-hmm. and we'd stack them on top of each other and build a ramp, and then we lived in a cul-de-sac, so there were, like, four of us who lived all next to each other, and we'd ride our bikes in a circle around the cul-de-sac and pick up speed and jump them into one of the yards, and one of the kids ended up flipping over his handlebars and, like, bashing his face in the ground, and, and that was the end of that, so. The second you started telling that story, I was like, some kid hurts himself, oh, and yeah. I can't wait for oh, this yeah. ending. Yeah, dude. It's, it's inevitable. Dude, so... Going off of that really quick, because uh, we grew up in Vegas, and when we moved here, like we didn't really have a whole lot of friends, but we rode bikes like all the time, obviously. But there's bikes! a big story. <laughs> if you've watched Tom Segura, that makes sense. <laughs> dude, every time I get the chance to do that, dude, I, Tom Segura is my favorite comedian. So if somebody's mentioning bikes, I'm all, bikes! <laughs> Sorry, oh, continue. No, bikes. no, you're good. So there was this, where we lived before 
or where my grandma lived, I guess, before we moved to Idaho, like in their cul-de-sac, there's like this huge like hill going up to these houses or whatever. So we'd ride our bike down them, you know, to get speed. Well, uh, I can't remember if it was my cousin Zach or my cousin Larissa. I want to say it was my cousin Larissa, but her brakes didn't work very well. So like we're like riding down and it goes Zach, me and Larissa's right behind us. And like we turn around because she's coming down and her brakes aren't working. And she fucking straight runs (laughs) into a trash can, dude. And it was bad. Like at the time we were laughing because we're like assholes. And like I'd probably still laugh to this day about it. But like I just remember like looking back and I was like, I don't understand how she did not break her arm that day. Uh, talking about brakes going out so this is like my near-death experience when i was like probably 11 where i lived on monroe like right by addison where lincoln elementary is Uh addison's a busy ass road and the worst part is so we're dressed up we were did you guys ever record yourselves like to music dancing and shit like hip-hop groups or nothing yeah i have a tiktok (laughs) yeah i mean like as a kid though (laughs) when it was acceptable (laughs) uh so we were dressed up ridiculous and we're riding to my buddy nathan's house and my brakes go out about to hit addison Mm -hmm. and so i just keep going and sure enough there's a truck right there and it literally truck hits me i stay on my bike it makes my i had a peg on my bike it literally flew like 80 yards and i stayed on the bike like it just dragged me like i was like (laughs) drifting and then i rode back to the sidewalk you were hit by a car on addison yeah a truck Oh like a semi truck or like a like, pickup? Like, like a pickup. Like I was like, truck. dude, there's no Dodge Ram. That's like a thirty. <laughs> that's like a thirty-five mile an hour zone. That's a four lane yeah, road. Yeah, I mean, like, like obviously he slammed on his brakes, but I mean, it, I mean, he hit me. I mean, it, like I said, it made my peg break off and go flying. And like, I don't know if it didn't hit me or if I was just had so much adrenaline at the time. And like, I just stayed on and I rode back. And then I was like, he comes out. He's like, "Are you okay?" I was like. I think he's like, he's like, okay, well, I need to call the cops. I was like, don't call the cops. My mom's going to be pissed. I was, like, I, was like, I was like, gotta amputate my leg or something. That's fine. But don't tell my mom. Like, that's what, that's what, that's when I started crying. I was like, please don't call the cops. Kill the kid. And Jesse being that kid, it's just like, I just don't want my mom to find out. Yeah. And the cops come. They're like, well, is your truck okay? Do we need it? He's like, I don't care about my truck. Check on the kid. I'm like, he's like, I just need a child. <laughs> And I mean, I was 11, probably looking like I'm five, you know, uh, <laughs> dressed like a hip hop star, just dressed ridiculous. They're like, what the hell are these kids doing? <laughs> Fucking Rob Deerdeck out there on Addison. Just... <laughs> Dude, so I don't have a funny near death experience like that, but I want, okay. So this is where like my memory's not very well. I want to say I was like six or seven and... I feel like I've talked about this before, but more or less when we lived in Vegas, my mom and I never lived in like my school zone. So like I would go, we would wake up like an hour early. My mom would take me to my grandma's house so I can go to school with my cousins. We were running late one morning and my mom's like, you know, trying to get there as fast as possible or whatever. This dude in a semi uh, gets onto the interstate, crosses over all four lanes and hits the middle divider and when he hits the middle divider, his truck like rolls. And when his back tires hit the ground, we slammed into his back tire. Mm-hmm. Oh and, my God. Like, so this is like a semi. We took his back tire off. It flew off of the interstate. And I like the last second, my mom like turned the wheel. So like she would take more of the impact than I would. And she threw her arm over me. So she broke her collarbone that day. And uh, we find out that this guy was drunk. 
and my mom had to go to the hospital or whatever and i was fine like i had like a busted lip a couple bruises here and there but like i was good and whenever i like think back at it like we were told that day but like uh i can't remember who if it was like the emts or whatever if my mom would have been going like even two miles an hour faster we would have went right underneath his truck and we would have got smashed damn oh yeah. my god and and my, my they said that if my mom didn't turn the wheel when she did or throw her arm over me that the airbag probably would have killed me because i was like i said i was like six or seven right in the front seat should not have been right in the front seat dude isn't it insane like the instincts of our parents yeah like dude, it's nuts my dude. mom's a superhero she's yeah. a liar sometimes but she's a goddamn <laughs> superhero literally like today carson uh, uh ricky's like back trunk she has a hatchback and like you press a button and it closes automatically uh-huh. he's just walking not paying attention it's closing then he's like <laughs> then he like stops and looks at it coming down at him i'm just like palm his head and throw him out of the way it's like wow that was close dude, like, your kid <laughs> your kid is so funny dude i feel like you become like you just get like a, a ability when you become a parent to just save like kids lives spidey senses i don't know it's, yeah it's wild i've seen crazy videos of just people like picking their kids up last second before oh, they, yeah. they fall like five feet it's insane yeah Dude. and then you also have the parents like someone was telling me a story they went on like a safari adventure and there's just this kid just you know like michael jackson when he was holding the baby over the balcony oh insane. doing that but over a th- like a big pile of crocodiles Jesus. Like they're on, you know, like when you're on, like you sit on top of the roof of the bus or whatever. Mm-hmm. There's a guy, I guess, who's just dangling his child over. Like, Jesus. Ah. I'm like, that would give me so much anxiety. Like, I want to take my son snowboarding, but I'm terrified of putting him on the lift. <laughs> <laughs> I can understand why. <laughs> he's squirrely. Yeah. He's real he's, squirrely. He's the kind of kid's like, that's scary. It's a long drop. I'm going to wiggle now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, if you sit still. <laughs> Dude, when we went two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. German, Carly, and I all rode on the same lift. We went three wide on it. <laughs> I'm, where was I? I was on the right. German was in the middle, and Carly was on the left. And Carly, right before we get off, Carly goes, you guys go first, and I'll go after you, because she was nervous. If you've ever been snowboarding or skiing, you know that you go at the same time. There's no, like, you go first. Mm-hmm. We didn't register that in time. Mm-hmm. German and I get off the lift and we turn around. Carly's not there. <laughs> Carly's still on the chair and hits the emergency stop, like the little bar. Uh-huh. And then is like screaming, dangling over like the snow. And she's fine. Like, you know, it stopped. <laughs> but in a moment of panic, she didn't know what to do. And she just jumped off and like <laughs> laid it right on her face, like on the snow pile. On the other side of the lift, and we're like, what just happened, dude? Poor Carly. (laughs) (laughs) But, dude, like a trooper, dude, she wrote it all out. She went the rest of the day, and I was like, that was awesome. To be honest, dude, the second you start telling the story, I was like, that doesn't make sense. They they can't go at opposite times. I know. Like, the the lift doesn't stop. (laughs) (laughs) And because she was on, like, the inside, like, Mm -hmm. it turns faster for them. So Mm -hmm. there's not, like, a last second to get off you're on the left side so you get off when you get off or you are still on you guys get off first i'm gonna take a lap come back <laughs> i'll be back i'll meet you guys at the bottom don't worry oh man dude my near-death experience so i've had a few but like one of them is uh when i first moved back to idaho back to twin falls my dad my uncle and i they were like showing me around showing me cool stuff in twin and, you know, you go down to the Prime Cooley Falls, and you go down into the Snake River Canyon, and mm-hmm. there's a waterfall. And you can get out and walk behind the waterfall. I'm sure you guys have done it. Mm-hmm. 
So you can walk behind this waterfall and there's no safety barriers. There's nothing there to stop you. Well, it's super wet and slippery because it's all volcanic rock and water. We're walking along and they're like, hey, don't get too close to the edge. Be careful. Right as they say that, dude, my seven-year-old dumb brain gets right next to the edge and slips. And I'm like, I've slipped off of the waterfall and I'm like hanging. I was not a strong child. I don't know how I was holding myself there, but I'm like screaming, dude, because it's like a 60 foot drop and you make that drop. And as a seven year old, you're dead. As an adult, you might be a 60 foot drop. It's pretty far. I don't I, uh, like what I'm saying. Like what's under the 60 foot drop rocks. Oh, I don't, yeah, I don't think adults survive that. <laughs> Bounce off the right rock. But dude, I mean, wrong. shit, dude. I mean, like I'm fat enough now. I think I'd be fine. But like as a child. I'm there dangling on the edge, and I'm like, this is where I die. And I'm looking at my dad, and he just reaches down and grabs me and pulls me up and is like, don't be stupid. And I'm like, holy shit, what just happened? Like, here I am thinking I'm dying. Like, I see myself as Mufasa in The Lion King. Mm -hmm. That's the only thing playing in my head as I'm dangling off this ledge on a waterfall. And your and my dad's dad a just, nice scar. He's yeah, like, he just picks me up. Like, like it was nothing. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god, I was dying! <laughs> uh, I wouldn't call it a near-death experience because i mean we were fine but i want to put you guys in the i want you guys to hear this story and so like you guys can like experience it i guess but i was again like five or six and i went to a family barbecue on my dad's side of the family with my dad right dad was drinking you know happens at barbecues mm -hmm. time to leave and my grand like because we were living with my grandma at the time she lived on the complete opposite side of vegas so my dad thought it was a good idea to set me on his lap and have me drive home while he rests <laughs> on the gas and the brakes. To this day, it's I don't know. Stop drunk driving with your child. <laughs> <laughs> my little brother's in the back seat, not in his car seat, just buckled up. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then, so that's the first time I ever drove a car. Apparently, I did it flawlessly <laughs> but we That's how I remember. as far as dad can tell <laughs> so we're, we pull up to the house and my, my, my mom tells the story it's like i guess we're like an hour or two late my mom was like blowing up everybody's phones because this is like before cell phones were like a really big thing so like it was like landlines and they're like oh yeah like they left a while ago or whatever you know and we pull up and i remember because i do remember this i don't remember driving but i remember this just this day bro i should ate dinner like i'm buzzed and, and yeah, so you get shirtless. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm hot. <laughs> Mike took his shirt off. Everybody, I'm really hot right now. Just remind me of Burt Kershire. Did I say that right? Kreischer. Kreischer. Kershire Farms. Go meet. <laughs> we pulled. Right I left. The, I left the Jesus piece on them. <laughs> you just look like fifty just, cent. If it's he just was flowing. White yeah, if it's just flowing in the chest hair, bro. So we pull up to. We pull up to my grandma's house. And my dad's like, don't tell your mom that you drove. I was like, absolutely. Got you, dad. Like, we were in this moment. Like, we both understood each other. Jumped out of the car. Totally forgot what we talked about. I was like, mom, I drove us home. <laughs> Dude, that's the funniest part about little kids. You'll tell them one thing like that, exactly like that. And they're just like, yo, guess what I did? You're like, God damn it. Yeah, it's like the other day. I took Carson to a birthday party. I was like, I'll let you have a root beer. Like, I don't think he's ever had soda in his life at this point. I was like, I'll let you have a root beer. I was like, don't tell your mom. <laughs> and so first thing like he goes to his mom's the next day i get a call she's like so how's the birthday party i was like good you know it's fun she's like so he had soda i was like what <laughs> <laughs> no he didn't 
He's a lying son of a bitch. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> it's my child. <laughs> Goddamn, dude. Kids are so funny. Love kids, dude. Love kids. All right, yo, so I got a question. All right. What's the craziest thing that's ever happened to you? Crazy. I mean, I don't, like, narrow it down. Okay, here, I'll, I'll go. I'll tell my story. So I went on this backpacking trip. Uh, right at the end of high school, and uh, we went up to do the Titus Lake Loop up in the Sawtooth Mountains in Idaho, mm-hmm. and uh, it's in the Sawtooth Range, and there's like three lakes, right? And the first day you start at Titus, so you go to this other lake, and then the next day you hike to a different lake, and then the last day you hike back to Titus. And it's a big loop, and you're supposed to stay at each lake. Well, we had a couple girls with us who weren't as physically fit as the rest of us and couldn't quite make it, so... We ended up, like, pitching our tents in the middle of the trail before the first lake. And it was a six-hour hike to get there. It's Mm -hmm. supposed to be, like, a five-hour hike. So we're at hour six, still not to the first lake. So we just pitched our tents because it's dark, set up camp, cooked dinner, and... Usually when I pitch my tent, too. (laughs) (laughs) So we're, uh... We're like going to bed and everybody's in their own tents because they're all, we had these little backpacking tents and a little one person tents. Well, we didn't realize because it was dark that we had pitched our tents in like a runoff zone and a storm came through. So it's midnight and all of a sudden like our tents are like getting hit by like four inches of water. And all of us get out of our tents and we look to the adults and we're like, what the hell do we do? And they're like, we need to get out of here. So we pack everything up and we start leaving. What was a six hour hike out in, we did in two hours out. We were booking it. And these girls were keeping right up with us. And dude, we hit one section where it, keep in mind, it's pitch black. Like we can't see anything. Mm -hmm. We've got our flashlights, but that can only do so much. And it's still storming. And all of a sudden, we hear what sounds like gunshots. And we're like, what the hell? And all of a sudden, the ground starts shaking. And we're all, like, looking around trying to figure out what's going on. And we hit a landslide. So all these giant-ass rocks are coming down the mountain at us. And we can't see where they are. So we find the biggest rock we can that was right on the trail right behind us. And we all duck down behind it. And this landslide was five yards from where we were standing. And so after it's done, we come out from behind the rock and come up to this massive hill. It's like a 35-foot hill of just rocks and dirt and mud that had slid down the mountain that almost took all of us out. And so we climb over this fucking thing and finally get out of there. But we almost died in that moment. It was wild. And we got back to um, one of the kids that we were with. His grandparents had a cabin up there, and so we stayed there. And uh, the adults went back the next day to go get all the shit. And we, the three guys, we just hiked into town and went and just explored Stanley. And, dude, it was wild. I was like, I don't know if I ever want to go do that again. No, my, this kind of whole weekend was a wild weekend. I, it was right after I got married. You know, I'm not married anymore, to clarify. (laughs) Um, I, we went up to, in Oregon, in the middle of nowhere, and uh, I was in a tent and just like, listen, and then I just hear this big ass cougar growl and mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm not sleeping the rest of the night, you know? So I wake up next day, everything's fine. And then uh, we start chopping down like this tree, like they own this land or whatever. And I've never been stung by a bee at this point. 
and oh, uh, we tried to have this thing, and then I stepped back, and I'm wearing sweats, no underwear, you know, shirt, and I stepped, and then I felt like I st- like stepped on like those pokey plants, you know, mm-hmm. just all up my leg. I was like, what the hell? I turn around, I just have, I stepped in a big ass hornet's nest that was mm. like, and just twelve hornets just all over my, oh my fucking God. leg, and I, I, like I said, we're in the middle of nowhere, no cell reception. And I was like, I don't know if I'm allergic to hornets or not. And so then, and the worst part is, uh, her, uh, my ex's grandparents were up there, her like her brother, her sister. Like I said, they're stuck to my sweats. I'm not wearing underwear. I just had to be butt ass naked right in front of all of them. <laughs> oh my god, dude! Dude, you're yeah. so lucky. None of those hornets just bit oh, your yeah. horse cock. And then the next night, you know the. Carson was conceived that night, so. Let's go. And then, you know. Is that why he's allergic to bees? Probably. (laughs) (laughs) And then. You think that would build some sort of immunity? Yeah, for real. Like, my mom did coke. I've never tried coke, but, you know, I feel like I'd be pretty immune to it. You know, five months in the womb, just high as shit all the time. But. (laughs) Jesus. No, I mean, that cougar was probably the scariest part. And obviously, since jackpot, it was the last of my cougar problems. (laughs) Dude, there's, I have come face to face with mama bears with their cubs. That's sick. I've seen wolves in the wild. I've talked about on the podcast before how I fought a rattlesnake. Mm-hmm. I fear none of those things. The one thing in this state, and really in this country, that I fear is cougars. And I sold a hot tub to a guy today who he just moved back here from Medford, Oregon, and he said that the fishing game guy in his, like, city mm-hmm. would spot, like, 200 cougars a year and have to put, like, 40 of them down. Holy he said where fuck. he lived, there was 10 to 15 that lived within, like, a five-mile radius of his house, and they were always there, so the neighbors would call each other. And I'm like, I am never moving to Medford, Oregon, because, like, that's the one animal that I respect more than any other, because you don't know when they're there. They'll come I- out of nowhere, and they don't give a fuck. They're just giant house cats that are dickheads. Yo, and, like... So that's the thing. Like, I love camping. Like, at least <clears throat> we've kind of slacked, honestly. But, like, me and my four best friends from high school, we try to get together at least once a year and go camping. The first year that we did it, I actually couldn't go because of work. Second year we did it, our buddy from Utah couldn't do it because he was just had stuff going on. Last year is the first year that we did it. And we didn't even really camp. We, we stayed at our buddy's grandparents' cabin. Uh, but, like, love being in nature. Just nature scares the fuck out of me <laughs> and the problem with that is like because of wild Honestly, animals should, though because like that means you respect it yeah oh for sure you like catch me fucking around yeah you have nature, to dude. like respect not only the animals but like dude water can kill you so fast i love water and like rock slides dude like what i talked about like there are real things out there that can do damage to you so you have to respect those things obviously go out and have fun and do whatever but like understand that like nature is not there to take care of you it's there to move on. And if you don't move on, it's not nature's problem. That's like my biggest irrational fear is like my biggest fear is sharks. And I live in fucking Idaho. <laughs> I love that. But it's like like a lake that I can't – that's not like clear. Like Durkies for the longest time, I'm like, there's a motherfucking shark in here. <laughs> <laughs> See, and I used to like when, – when I lived in Florida, we would go every weekend down to Daytona Pier and me and my dad would like shark fish. And here I am like a five, six-year-old. And I'd catch little white fish on one side of the pier, hand them over to my dad, and he'd use my shark bait, and he'd bring the shark up, cut its head off, kick it overboard, throw the shark in the cooler, and we'd be good to go, and we'd go eat shark that night. That's so fun. So, like, dude. sharks to me 
aren't a big deal. Like, well, I yeah, know how to handle them in the water. Like, but they want to eat me, so. They don't. <laughs> they, they really don't. Like, there are so few shark deaths. But, like, cougars. I don't fuck with cougars, dude. Yeah, when you started telling that story about the guy that came to the store, I thought you were about to say you sold one to that guy that fought that cougar with his bare hands. Killed it. I was like, That'd be oh. sick, dude. Wait, what? Yeah, I would give story? him the fattest no. discount for that no, because he is such a man. There's this jogger and he's got stalked by a cougar here in Idaho. No, yeah. it was like uh, uh, I think oh, it was. Might have been. Yeah, I don't know. It sounds Idaho enough, but he was jogging along a trail, got attacked by a cougar, choked that bitch out, killed it. I was like, mm-hmm. like that guy has got to get a free beer at any bar he ever goes to. Yeah, you tell that story, dude. Probably like just... his balls got to be bigger than Mike's. Oh, dude, oh, for sure. easily. I don't know how he puts pants on. Grapefruits. Grapefruit. Like, did you hear about the dude who choked out the coyote because the coyote attacked his kid? What? Out on the That's Boise. badass, dude. I think it was yeah, two I, years I ago. I think it was two years ago. Out on the Boise Greenbelt, like, this family, it was a mom, a dad, and a little kid. Little kid, like, coyote ran up and grabbed this kid's coat and, like, started dragging him off. The dad just grabbed the coyote and just fucking shoved it in the ground and started choking it and just choked it till it stopped breathing and killed it. Oh, yeah. See, that's like... That's one, those parental instincts. Yeah, like, see, that's like one thing. Like I said, I'm terrified of sharks, anything, you know, like big animals and shit. Like, but if something happened to Carson, oh, I would... I'd fight a fucking grizzly bear. Like, I don't give a shit. Like, oh, yeah. it's, it, if it's going to kill him, it's going to kill me. Like, I feel that, that's, dude. That's the end of it. Like, I know. totally feel that because, like, I mean, I don't have a kid, but... That's how I'm with my little sister, dude. If anything mm-hmm. happens to her, mm-hmm. like, and that's what scares me is because, like, she's getting older, and, like, I feel like kids are just relentless, dude, and I will go to jail for fucking up a 10-year-old. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm on the playground. Someone pushes Carson over. Oh, I'm putting a toddler. Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> is that your dad over there that has his back turned to us? Perfect. Boom. Boot to the back. <laughs> Oh no, he fell. I'm just here to help. <laughs> when you push a child over and you help pick it back up, like you fucking say anything, I'll kill you, dude. My, <laughs> my favorite page on Instagram is kids getting hurt. Love oh that page, God. dude. Holy shit, it's so funny. Like this kid will just be walking and get get plowed by a kid on a swing set, and you're like, <laughs> idiot. The best ones are when like you know it's coming, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, I love it, yo. Being in nature, though, that that made me think of something I just saw today, and it really, really bummed me out. Mike just slapped his titty three times. <laughs> uh, did you guys hear about that that guy? And I want to say he was in either New Mexico or Arizona, but he, like, hid $2 million worth of, like, golden gems. Yeah. Okay. Somebody finally found that shit. No and, way. Yeah, it bums me out, dude. Because for, like, the longest time, I always just wanted to go on, like, a little two-week journey and just That'd try so to sick. find it. Even if you don't find it, like... yeah. It's a modern day treasure hunt. Like yeah. you are legitimately looking for treasure out in the depth. That's fucking sick, dude. It's always been my dream to be a pirate, dude, and that's like being a land pirate, <laughs> if anything. But no, somebody found it, dude, and that's like don't get me wrong, super sick. This guy's rich now because he found this dude's treasure. But like, just when I first heard about it, I was like, I'm gonna go on this journey, and then I was like, I am not built to survive in the wilderness longer than like three days. Maybe he hid more and we should go find it. I think we need to look into that. Yeah, we need to, it's a book, right? That yeah, so if anybody that doesn't know, this guy wrote a book more or less. He he went off into the wilderness one day and just hit some shit. Apparently, it was discovered in Wyoming. So not in New Mexico, Arizona, but he just went out and like, he was a very big like being outdoorsy kinds of person and he just loved it. And he thought that the way society is going now, people don't go out and explore as often or whatever. So he wrote this book after he hit his treasure and in the book, it gives you clues to where the treasure was. After he released it, he did a bunch of interviews and stuff like that. And people started going out and looking for it. Some Ready Player One shit. 
If you yeah. haven't seen that movie, watch that. Fucking such a good movie, dude. But more or less, yeah. Talked about going and doing this trip for years. I thought it would have been so sick. Now that I know somebody found it, bums me out. Would still be nice to go on like a two-week trip. I mean, but... we can still go and I'll just bury, you know, a little box or something. Yeah, you know? go, go before us and then like... I'll bury a testicle. Dude. So you can go find a testicle. Dude, I, I as the much as I would... The ultimate treasure. Be... <laughs> <laughs> I would love to have another one again, like... The surgery to get a dude. So that's something else. You can get a new testicle. Yeah. Right? So yeah. They a offer, nuticle. Yeah. Like, so they. I, it's called like, a nuticle. Like, yeah. Like a fake testicle. Like yeah. You donate it. No. No. Oh, you can get like, like like synthetic. Yeah. I was thinking like I give you one of my nuts and then you have a kid and it's like, is it mine or yours? <laughs> <laughs> <Dana tested. laughs> I mean, and if you've seen my kid, you know it's gonna look just like me. So we'll yeah. know. <laughs> uh, dude, your kid is your twin. Yeah, for sure. No. So what happened was when they took my testicle, they're like, oh yes, yeah, so like you know, here in like six months, if you want to come back, like we can give you a, a new fake one. And I was like, no. No, I'm good. And I'll, they're like, are you sure? They're like, the surgery is super simple. We just cut your scar back open. And I was like, nope, that's enough. That's all I needed to hear. Because like I said before, like my shit was fucked up on my right side of my body. Like it looked like I got hit by a car. Oh, Jesus. And my dick didn't look good. My dick looks good now. Don't worry, everybody. It's <laughs> all baby smooth now. And my dude, like my sack, like was twice the size of Mike's easily. Jesus. If anybody's wondering, I finally saw what Mike's nut looked like today. Yeah. Nuts. So going back to like you wanting to be a pirate, would you rather have an eye patch or a peg leg? Ooh, dude, that's mm. a good question. I'm already kind of blind. <laughs> like without my glasses, I can't see shit. So I, oh man, that's tough. So you want to be pegged? I want a peg leg. I don't know. So having having some big wood would be kind of cool, right? That's what I'm saying. Is it like is it like an old pirate leg where it's just like that one slim little piece of wood? Or oh, yeah. you got to go all out if you're gonna be a pirate. Damn, well, it's not dude. fair coming from Jesse with three legs over here. I know, dude. I've heard stories. Just tonight. I mean, not before. But <laughs> so blown away. If Godzilla was real, it's Jesse's dick. Damn. Anything to say about that, Jess? I mean, you can ask Justin and Jordan. I mean, they used to write on my fucking Facebook wall for everyone to see. Be like, hey, UPS man. That was my fucking nickname in high why, school. Why was it UPS man? Because... A small man carrying a big package. It's <laughs> 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 like, my favorite, dude. I love it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't like talk. I, I don't want to sound arrogant. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's how I was. I found out I was taking a shower for the first time in high school, terrified as hell, standing in the corner, mind my own business. And I thought, like, the whole team in there was just, like, hazing me. They are just like, hey, let's fuck with him. And everyone just stare at him. And I was like, so then I finally turned around. I was like, what the hell is going on? They're like, the biggest, like, literally the dude with the fucking horse cock is like, dude, you're packing. I'm like, <laughs> looking at him, I'm like, the fuck I am. <laughs> but from there, like, and then I was on the phone. Like, we went to a wrestling tournament or in a hotel. I was talking to a girl. And then all of a sudden, that's where the... Like, someone said, hey, UPS man. I was like, what the hell do you mean? And he's like, small man carrying a big package. I was like, thanks. I'm on the phone with the girl right now. <laughs> That's fire. That's so fire. <laughs> oh, shit. Damn, Jess. But, I mean, going back, how do you feel about being pegged? No. Mike? I mean, I had a prostate exam when I was seven. 
I don't think I'd want to get pegged. You weren't into it? No. See, here's like, the problem. You were like, yes, daddy. When he... Here's the problem, dude. I'm supposed to get a, like, a prostate exam because of everything that's going on with my mom. They're like, oh, yeah. like, Because what's the like recommended age? Isn't it like 29? No, it's like 50. Is it really? Wow. Yeah. Anyways, like, I got to get one when I turn 29. It's Honestly, bro, it's not that bad. Well, if I got my asshole tiny, wax, so... Yeah, I if mean, my tiny 7-year-old butthole can handle it, like your grown 27-year-old butthole can handle it, 29-year-old. Like, I'm wondering if I should... I don't know if you guys have this, too. Have you ever, like, bust a big load, and then you can literally, like, feel your prostate, like, throbbing? Is that just me? Should I go get checked? I think you should go get checked. I, <laughs> I think that's why you have a kid. Possibly. I mean, I don't know what... But sometimes when it's a... Like, it's not an every-time thing, but it's, like, when you really let one out... Never? Dude, no. my prostate last that? night was no. keeping me awake, dude. I couldn't sleep. I had to wake up and pee. I went pee and then like went to go back to bed and couldn't sleep because that shit hurt so bad. I'm like, what's going on? You should probably go get looked at. <sighs> no, like we can most definitely together. should probably go get looked I mean, at. <laughs> just make a day hands. of it. <laughs> Doctors don't scare me. I'm just sick and tired of them telling me something's wrong with me. <laughs> I feel that. That's why I stopped going to the doctor. <laughs> That's I mean, same. Doctors putting their finger in their ass doesn't scare you? It's, it's Dude, a, anything just like, okay, like if we're being real like from the experience of having a prostate exam it's a little cold but it's not it's not that bad see that's it really what, wasn't so have you had your ass ate before no no have you oh jesse loves no. that don't knock it till you try but i'm saying you said it was all cold that was the worst part a tongue is like just like a warm sensation. That's where it's like, okay, but that's like going like, around like, your butthole <laughs> and like on your butthole. That is not inside your intestinal tract. Yo, hold on. Can yeah, we just you said backtrack? The worst part was the cold part. Can yeah. we just backtrack really quick? Explain what it's like to get your ass eaten again for me one more time. I I don't know. Like it's. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, um, Jesse's had sex? Yeah, weird. Well, obviously, that's just. <laughs> Jesse, are you into butt stuff, brother? Not like I'm like going back to peg. No, that was not me. Like that terrifies me. I I couldn't do it. I'd cry. But like I mean, like a tongue. Like it's like I don't know if it's like the freakiness of it. It's like yeah, like this girl is into me. Like she's licking my butthole right now. Like like damn. But no, it's I think that's I don't know if it's like the freakiness. Like that they're willing to do it. You know, mm-hmm. kind of like anal. Like I don't think like that's gonna feel better than a vagina. But just the fact that they're like yeah, they're letting me do that. But so what it's, you're saying is, but it's like but freaks. it's like it's a warm sensation. Like it's like, oh yeah, I, I get that. It's, it's like, like a nice hug. It's like yeah, where it's you're like not. A nice <laughs> yeah, it's like a tongue. I fucking love hugs, dude. A tongue hugging your butthole. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know. It just see, again, dude. I'm just like butt stuff. Just isn't really. So, a now you're freshly waxed. I know. So you should yeah. Try it. But no, dude. That was the thing before. Like that was my excuse. Like I can never do that to a girl. I can never like let her go down there into that jungle and fight those demons by herself. But now it's like, unless. Even if I was to just get right out of the shower, that's clean as a dinner plate now, baby. Have at it. I still don't think I could. No hair on that food. One, (laughs) and it's and it purely is because like, I mean, if you're into something, awesome. Like I've talked about before, I had that girl ask me to spit in her mouth, and I fucking missed and hit her eyeball. (laughs) (laughs) That in that moment, it's cool, but like I just still feel like that's the like the instant. A low a hand leaves my lower back and touches my butt cheek. It's done for me. I'm like, all right, I'm soft. Please get off. See, that doesn't bother me. Yeah, I don't know why. You can't even touch. Like, can they grab your ass? 
No, I hate my ass being touched too, dude. That's see, that's that's the weird thing is I used to be like that. Uh huh. And then am I just I looking know. at my future right now? Like three maybe, years from now, maybe, I'm gonna have my like, ass being like anywhere, You're gonna like, bleach your hair. Like I wasn't my <laughs> like it wasn't my ass cheek, but you get anywhere near my crack, I was clinching up and I was like, like I don't know, it was scary. And then finally, just relaxed and I guess I guess it's girls just relax. See, it's the worst part. <laughs> here's the other thing too, dude. Is like, are your legs up? <laughs> no, it's are like, are you it's like, like, <laughs> it's like? It's like you're getting head, uh-huh. and she's like laying between your legs, and your legs are like spread. You're laying on your back, and you're kind of, like, I have my legs like like bent, and mm-hmm. so it's like you know, like they go down and lick your balls. Yeah, you know, yeah. they just go a little bit lower. I've, it's not like I'm not like full over like spread my. Cheeks. I always wondered how that worked. Like, yeah, are you on your curious. hands and knees? Like... No, it's like they just like because I don't know, laying on your back with your knees bent. She's in between your legs. Mm-hmm. And just kind of goes up and under. I don't know. No, I mean that that makes sense. It's just like, again, like, like and maybe it's just me being like, like. See, I don't know if I'd like it if she's like bend over so I can eat your ass. Like, I, I feel. I just degrade you really quick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got like a lot, a lot of heat going on down there too, though. So I'm always just like, oh man, you, you don't want to be down there. Oh, so, like, no, see, this is like strictly like fresh after a shower, or you know, like. Fucking. Oh, so you can't come home from like a day of work and just be like, yo, get down there. No, I'm not cruel. That that's okay. I, if I she tried, know. I'd probably like you don't want that. You know? I respect that. Like I had a five layer beefy burrito. But, <laughs> like, you don't want that. <laughs> but that, you know, fresh out the shower, in the shower. Yeah. Yo, I hate to stop it. this, but like I thought I was gonna make it all the way through, but I do have to pee again. You want to just go over and pee every real quick episode, and, and Jesse and I will just keep sure. This going? Sure. Hey guys, I'll be right back. I'm gonna go to the little boys' room and go take a tinkle. Mm-hmm. Got a little twisted. I'm not putting my <laughs> shirt on. <laughs> No, so keep, come, keep keep talking to me about this, dude. Because, like, don't get me wrong. I probably still won't do this, but it's interesting. Yeah, it's – like I said, I don't know if for me it's, like, the freakiness acts, aspect of it. Like, mm-hmm. like that's dope that you're, like, doing something so crazy. That she's, me. like, that down for you? you know, I think that, that that's probably the mental part. Uh-huh. You know, it's like, oh, damn. Like, oh, shit. Does it get you off faster? <laughs> uh, I mean, not really, because obviously her mouth's no longer on my dick. It's on my ass. Yeah, yeah, but she's but, not, like, not feeling you around like, or anything I mean, with her hands. Like, like if, like, if we're fucking and I get a hand, you know? So, have you ever had, so have you ever had, like, a finger in your butt? Like, fingertip? And I don't really like that. That's why I'm like, I don't think yeah. I could do, like, it just hurts more than anything. Like, mm-hmm. You can touch, but I don't really like the in. And Let's see, and I've had, like, people talk about this before. Like, not on, I don't I don't remember if I've had someone talk about it on the show, but like I've had people bring up butt stuff to me, and I'm like, see, like everything you're talking about just turns me off. Like, what about like, could you do anal with a girl? Like, could you? <sighs> see, here's the thing. Like, are like, you into their butts? <laughs> oh, dude, I love butts. Don't get I know, me wrong. But I'm like, saying, like, I just feel like buttholes were made for one specific. Like, God, God, whoever made us, science, God, whatever you want to like, however you think, like the humans came to being. Butts were made to poop and to but, look good. But why are why is our G spot in our ass though? Like, is that Isn't just that, a sick trick? Like, I I think so. I don't know because like I I've heard that and you know what? I'm still like I'm still good. I've had so I've had a girl like we need to ask Mike when he comes yeah, back when he got his prostate Mike. checked. Like, did yeah. it make him bust or what? <laughs> did he say he was like seven, eleven? <laughs> yeah, could he bust by then? No. I don't know. You can't bust until your balls drop, right? I know, but I had friends in seventh grade, that, you know, full beards and. This is true. Hey Mike, guys, wanna go play baseball? What's up? Why is why is our G spot in our asshole? 
Dude, I don't know. Like, so when you got prostate checked, like when he touched your prostate, like how did that feel? Dude, I was seven. First of all, I don't really yeah, I remember it. that yeah. much. Second of seven. all, I'd never experienced an <laughs> orgasm before. You try to just block that memory out. I would. Anyways, what we were more or less what we were we were just trying to get to the bottom of Jesse's like butt thing. It's don't get me wrong. If that's what you're into, it's dope. I'm I'm never like the kind of person to like just kink shame somebody. I just like some stuff's not for me. So like, then, like, what's like the craziest thing you've done during sex? Like craziest place, craziest. So. I hate. I mean, I don't really hate saying this because, like, I it is, was pretty crazy. Have you ever been on Box Canyon? Yeah, yeah, love uh, it. Uh, me too. If you know what I mean. <laughs> you fucking poison ivy having sex. Like, no, yeah. so like, I was went down to Box Canyon with my it's my ex girlfriend now, but like this is a couple years back. One of my favorite places to be ever. Like, I just love the hike down there. I love the views, and we were like walking. So if like. You make it all the way down, right? And then there's that, like, long, like, just stretch of, like, gravel that takes you to where the river's at. There's a couple, like, points where, like, you can walk down and, like, water kind of comes down. But you like, can, like, look out in the scenery. And, like, we went, like, lo- we walked down there to look at it. And she just, like, grabbed my dick. And I was, like, fuck yeah. <laughs> so, like, we just kind of, like, did our thing right there really quick. That was probably the craziest place. No condom, I'm guessing? You packed a condom. Oh, dude, no. Since hand. I lost my testicle, like... <laughs> This, here's the yeah, thing. This, this, is post, one this was post nut, but also pre nut. Yeah. So <laughs> this, here's the thing, though, too. Like, I mean, we obviously like we dated for a while, and like, if you're clean, I'm clean. I don't fuck around. I know you're not fucking around. What's the point of buying condoms? You have to save like thirty bucks a year. That's it. Uh, I don't have sex very often. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn. I was like, that's like one thirty. Pa- I don't know. I haven't bought condoms in a while. See, there you <laughs> but, go. <laughs> uh, I was like, that's like. 30 times a year in a you committed a relationship. 30 pack? I they mean, sell that, that many? Box. Like, yeah. I know they sell them in that many. I've seen them, but I've never seen anyone purchase it. Yeah, you don't go through that in a month? There's 31 days in a month. You got to take one day break. I mean, some February is a busy month, you know, 28 days, but. I guess. I don't. See, but that yeah, that's probably the craziest place. I mean, let me see. I'm sober and cold again. There you go. Oh, here comes the shirt. Yeah, no, that's probably the craziest place. Craziest thing I've ever done is, I mean, like I said, like I feel like I'm kind of vanilla, dude, which I don't really think is a bad thing. Not vanilla is a delicious flavor. But <laughs> there was that experience where the girl was just like, yo, spit in my mouth. And like I spit and then I missed. Like a little bit hit her mouth. But most of it was like cheek and eyeball. And I was like, damn. See, that's I imagine like, you know, like when you torture like your younger siblings and you like spit and like pull it back up. I'm like, <laughs> I feel like that's how you have to spit to aim that shit. Nah, dude, yeah, I'm just, good at that shit. Joey in the bunk dude, beds when oh, we were I kids. Thought, I was like, damn, you spit in mouths regularly? Nah, dude, when... <laughs> I've told this story on here before, haven't I, Daniel? Yeah, how you'd spit on Joey's face. Yeah, when we had a bunk bed. <laughs> Fucking hilarious, dude. That kid was an idiot. On, like, were you into the spit thing after? Like, I mean, it was cool. It was like I, a mental thing. You're like, damn. No, I was like, crazy. I was like, I was like, yo, that was dope. Lose my number. <laughs> <laughs> Would you ever let them spit in your mouth? Yeah, fuck no, yeah, dude. So like, I couldn't spit in someone's mouth. That's like, we can make out all we want, but as, so, as soon as I get strictly saliva, I'm like. And here's Ew. the thing, dude. Like, there's it's just a different standard. Yeah, I feel like when you're like, when you're having sex, there's there's points where it's like, yo, that was kind of cool, and then there, that wasn't very cool. I had a girl sp- like spit on my dick once, missed my dick just a little bit, hit my belly button. <laughs> belly button was uh, like by a, full... a little bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How and close I was is your like... dick to your belly button? It was kind of close. <laughs> I can't do the math right now. I'm soft. Anyways. <laughs> 
Uh, I mean, he delivers packages at Ashley, you know. He's he's the Ashley furniture man instead of UPS man. Yeah. (laughs) Spit in my belly button, and I was like, damn. Like, I didn't like that. Did not like that at all. It just felt like she spit on me. I mean, obviously, she was spit on me before. Yeah, she was spit on me before, but, like, it hit the part of my body I wasn't wanting it to hit, and I was like, nope, never again. (laughs) You have any... Crazy, Mike? Like, nah. Not, not even like, like I'm saying just experience. Nah. Nah? You what about vanilla you, Vanilla's a great fit. Uh, I mean, I have a couple. <laughs> Craziest um, how do you, one. Like, you, I feel like public sex is kind of like... Fire? Like, it's like the thrill, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I hope I don't get caught. So, um, at my first job, I was at the movie theater. And uh, my girlfriend at the time, like, we were dating, but like... Parents had just found out that we shebanged, mm-hmm. and so we weren't exactly allowed to hang out very often anymore. Mm-hmm. And uh, so she went to a movie with her family while I was working. And when you're at the movie theater at night, like I was working by, so it's like you have one door guy closing and one projectionist that's just upstairs all night. Mm-hmm. And so I had just closed. Uh, it was theater number nine, I remember, and <laughs> it was the nice movie theater at the old movie theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Like, and so there was like this big like like part of carpet at the top of the movie theater so like she came out she went to use the bathroom and so and then i mean it's been a minute like we just had sex for the first time like a week before and we're like you know what like i'm down (laughs) Mm -hmm. so we went to theater number nine first time not using a condom scary as hell and but i mean i was just hoping the projectionist wasn't going to come up and look i mean Full disclosure, the movie theater, that one was over for the night, so mm-hmm. no one was gonna, supposed to come in there. But, I mean... That's that so crazy wild. that was your second time. You're just like, let's do it in a movie theater. I mean... I got a hand job in a movie theater once. That was, like, weird. Did, did you got like the, the hole in the popcorn? Thing? No, no. She wow. just, like, straight up, like, stuck her hand in my pants and, like... I, like it, like, hurt, too, at first. Cause, like, <laughs> getting blood burn like, on your dick? Well, like, my pants weren't, like, necessarily loose, but I was just like, yo, bitch, like, chill out. Like, let me just kind of butt my butt from please. the denim. Well, and, like, that was, like, a thrill. I get the thrill, the whole thrill thing, too, because, like, it was a thrill to the point where I was like, yo, there's still a fucking, there's people in here. Like, chill out. She just threw her sweater over my pants, and I was like, yo, like, I mean, I was still, like, a virgin at the time so like that's when hand jobs were dope you know what i mean <laughs> now they suck but yeah i was just like well that was sick like, you think you're gonna beat my dick better than i can like that's come on what now. i'm saying dude <laughs> i would almost rather you just not touch me i could use my left hand and still you know get some of that strange it's like a different person yeah still gonna be like fighting muhammad ali you ain't winning you ain't beating me yeah mm. dude my left hand just was just here for when like this guy got tired. <laughs> I can't even imagine like what it's, just, it, it's like a whole different feeling though. Yeah, I agree. It's still it's still going strong. It's still on the other done side. It, but like I'm like scared like, to like start masturbating like, again, honestly, at this point. So with one nut, is uh-huh. it like did that make you last longer or anything? Dude, so it's actually kinda weird and I don't know like what it is, but like yes and no. So there for a while, like within like the first year, maybe year and a half, two years, like after there would be times where like I would come and then I would hurt. Yeah. But not in your prostate like me. No, no. Just like, <laughs> just like my, just like my, te- I like, I'd have to lay there and like, it was kind of cool. Cause like at the time, like, like when this was happening quite often, it was like when I was like in a relationship. So like, she kind of understood what was going on and like, it just made me feel bad. Cause like, 
you know, sex is supposed to feel really good. And it was like right after like that awesome feeling, it was just nothing but pain. Hasn't happened in a very long time, which is, you know, I'm thankful for. But like now it's more or less like, oh, I finished. And it's like, you want to like go around too. Like I get that, that like boost, like right back. But like the odds of me coming are like slim to none. You can get hard right away again. Give me 30 seconds, maybe, maybe four minutes. Bro, you got to give me like on a good day, at least 10 minutes. And yeah. then still possibility of not coming. Yes. Yeah. Which, and I'm cool with dude. Like yeah, I don't have to, I don't have to come. Like if I know like you're enjoying yourself, like until I get winded, which is like five minutes, <laughs> <laughs> let's get after it. Like if, until like I'm sitting here like, yo, hold on. I need a Gatorade. Like we're good. <laughs> but like, I'm cool with like not coming every time because then like the next time it just means like it's coming like that, you know? Yeah. And the second time I feel like, even when if I do bust, it doesn't feel as good. No, it doesn't. It? Yeah, I was like, I think it's like the buildup of just like letting everything come back to you. Like, it's. I'm trying to think of like how you could like describe it. It's like eating sushi, <laughs> and then you leave, and then you go, the and then you go get ice cream. <laughs> it's just like that feeling, you know, like of You're like more excited about the sushi than the ice cream. No, 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 not that. But like you were full at sushi. Ah, uh, I gotcha. And then like you waited. Five oh, you minutes. get your second stomach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like that kind of. But I got you. I'm a fat kid. I get you. Thanks, Mike. I appreciate yeah. that. But no, yeah. You and if you can get me the second time, I've noticed like because you haven't had that time to build up like your semen or whatever. Odds are like you're not gonna be able to tell that I came, but like. My dick can definitely tell. And when I'm like, hey, like, you got to chill it out and just kind of, like, step back for a second, I mean that. Because, like, good 10 seconds, it's going to, like, kind of limp up, and then you're going to hurt me because you don't know how to control your body. Because <laughs> you don't know how to ride, okay? <laughs> this took a fucking wild turn. I did not get to talk about, like, oh anything that I wanted to talk about. Before we go, Morgan Wallen, dude. Can we talk about that? Yeah. Oh man, I'm so disappointed. I know. Same. Same. I've so I heard a little bit. I watched. I didn't watch the video. Did you guys watch I, the I video? Watched I watched the video. video. So what happened? I mean, he's basically like every other white kid in Idaho who thinks they're cool and can say the n word. Like he didn't say it derogatory at all. Mm-hmm. It was just like he was yelling between at his friends. Mm-hmm. But it's just like every other ignorant white kid you hear who says the n word, like thinking they're cool and can say it. And he just sounds like a jackass. Yeah. So, like, he didn't mean any ill will. And to that, I'll give him credit. However, it's still unacceptable. Like, you can't just go around society saying that. Especially when you're a person who's a role model and, uh, you know, a figure to people. Yeah. Like, come on, dude. Like, are we really still pretending to be cool by saying the N-word? Like, I feel like that's what white kids do. When they don't know how to fit in, yeah. and they're trying to be cool and edgy. Yeah, dude, you're a million dollar recording artist. Like, why are you trying to fit in with anybody? Yeah, and that's like people are trying to like downplay it. Like, he was drunk talking to a friend. I'm like, okay, but still, like, I learned at a very young age. I had black roommates, and like when I was a young kid, like, I was like, I could literally see like how irritated that like word could make someone mm-hmm. yeah and like and just how unacceptable so that's like like oh he was drunk messing around with his friends I was like okay but i don't say that when i'm sober or you know it's like it's not in my vocabulary right it shouldn't be in your vocabulary right. like there's not an excuse which really sucks like i get it it's like you're when you're a celebrity like that you're constantly in the spotlight you're always being watched you're always being watched like you should know that you know like i get it like 
would you act the way you act right now if you were constantly recorded? Probably not. Mm-hmm. But that's exactly he should know that. Right. Yeah. I will give yeah. them, you know, celebrities credit that yeah, it sucks that you're constantly in this fishbowl. But like, dude, it's the fucking N word. Like, come on. Exactly. Like he shouldn't have it in his vocabulary. Use at all. your brain, dude. You and not only that, it's just even that much worse for like country music. Because people already view people who listen to country music, Southerners, as racist. Like, that's a pretty common thing. Like, oh, you're racist. Like, dude, come on. Like, really? And it yeah. really sucked because, like, he was, like, my top two favorite country artists, you know? Yeah, he puts I, out really amazing music, and that's, that's the thing. And that's the thing. I mean, he seems well-rounded in the industry, too, like, working with artists outside of country Mm -hmm. you know like he should know like that's not acceptable at all and it's just disappointing and kind of crazy to see what's going to happen you know like is this going to be a thing that blows over but i feel like in today's society with everything going on it's like they're taking that seriously like i mean his label put him on like suspension yeah Uh, like like, i saw like 200 plus radio stations even took all of this off. i thought it was like 600 i heard i heard it was like a huge number yeah i mean like needs to learn his lesson and i don't know what his career is going to be from here like see and that's i feel like that's almost like a problem with celebrities too is because like obviously i mean even if it's you just like just target like musicians like if you people like they're people obviously but people will try to like not necessarily like connect with them but like put themselves like oh if this is if i was him you know more or less and i feel like the person needs to be taken away from like the music or whatever they're doing for the industry. Because like, if you look at what he did, it's not good at all. Like it's, it's sad because like I said, I liked his music and like, I'm not saying I don't care that he said it. It's just, it's one of those things where it's like, I feel like, like you said, like he didn't say it in a mean way. He was just talking to one of his buddies. I feel like it's definitely going to get like blown up more than it needs to be. And it's his livelihood. Like he gets on the stage and performs. Like, did he, mess up by saying it absolutely that he shouldn't have said it but the fact that his career is probably going to take a huge loss because of this what i really hope is not that it gets brushed under the rug but he learns a lesson like i think morgan wallen is an incredible artist and i don't think he was ill-intentioned with it however it's still a very strong word it's still one of those things that you just don't say so it's like i hope he recovers from this but I hope he also, with that recovery, understands why that hurts people as much as it does. Yeah. And goes gets to a point in his life where he doesn't do that any longer. It's, it's just as easy as taking out your vocabulary. And it's like, I don't know what steps you can take, like, publicly. Like, I mean, obviously, get on Twitter and say I'm sorry, but I feel like, obviously, he's going to have to do more than that. Yeah. Like, what, like, what steps, what do you do from here? Like, Yeah, like, a lot of people lost respect for the guy, and, like... I don't respect him any less, but it's just one of those things where it's like, you know, people mess up all the time. Like, you know, no one's perfect. Definitely should not have said it. It's not going to judge how I look at his music or anything. Maybe a little bit as a person. But again, like you guys said, like he was drunk. Like he should have known he was being watched at all times. But that's, but that's for me, the biggest thing is it shouldn't have been in his vocabulary right, at yeah. all. Right. Like, I don't, I don't you know what I mean? give yeah. the fact that like, oh, I'm drunk as an excuse. Oh, yeah. No, like absolutely not. But like what Jesse's saying, if mm-hmm. you're saying it drunk, it's in your vocabulary. Yeah. At some See, point. that's like yeah. people that know me know I hate the word bitch. 
like I can't like I can't say it. Like I'm surprised I just said it so clearly. Yeah. But it's like if I'm drunk, I can say that because it's kind of in my vocabulary. Like yeah. where the N word, nah, that's not ever gonna come out of my mouth. And you'll and if you've been around me, like where people say it, like I'll straight up call it to your face. Like you don't fucking say that. Yeah, and yeah. it's it's like you said, it's just one of those. It's just a word that shouldn't be said. You talking about hating the word bitch? Uh, I don't know because I know you've never been like incarcerated, but that's like a big oh, thing yeah. in prison. And like my cousin, I fuck up all the time because like bitches in my vocabulary. Like I yeah, say, like all you the can time. say it to your friend, like oh stop being a bitch. Yeah, you know? yeah. But, like I my don't cousin, even say that. Like I don't. Dude, my cousin fucking hates it so much. Like. And I, when he got out for the first time, like I didn't understand it, and it took a while for me to understand. Like, hey, I'm don't call him a bitch because like this is literally like a trigger for him. Mm-hmm. But he still uses the word all the time. He just doesn't like being called one. Well, like what was that show we were watching? Uh, Sixty days in. So it's yeah, like, literally like where people volunteer to go into prison mm-hmm. to kind of be undercover, and they literally tell them in the interviews like, do not say the word bitch. That's instant fight on the spot. Like yeah. It's the N word for inmates. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Regardless of race, like, mm-hmm. like it's calling out someone's manhood, basically, where they. Yeah, I do. My cousin's gone from like completely chill to I've said it. I said it twice, and he wanted to fight me in the parking lot. And I was like, dude, I'm not gonna fight you. I was like, just stop acting like a bitch. And he's like, say it one more time, and we're fighting. And I'm like, all right. And like, I will slip up sometimes. Like it was just the other day. I was we were doing something. I was like, dude, you fucking acting like a bitch. And he's like, what? And I was like, I didn't mean to say that, dude. Like it just slipped. You know, I'm bad with it. Like. Yeah, it's like, it's weird because you're like, stop being a pussy and it's fine. <laughs> yeah, oh, completely fine, dude. Fucking bitch comes out of my mouth, dude. He's ready to fucking kill me. Yeah. And that's, like I said, goes back to the same thing with the N-word. Like, mm-hmm. like twisted T <laughs> to the face. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Love that. Love that. Hey, question, though, really quick before we, like, try to wrap this up. Did you ever explain to your mom what happened last year? About me messaging her, because <laughs> since I was the only, since I was the only person that did that. Okay, so basically what I did is I pulled an April Fool's joke on my mom. Come to find out, she's like an FBI agent. Like holy shit! So I like sent to our group chat. I was like, hey, if any, if everyone could just text my mom real quick and be like, hey, I saw your ad for this big ass dildo on Craigslist. Uh, I'm interested. Could you give me more details? You know, and Daniel went out on this like huge. <laughs> Like, he's like, went all out. Went all out. And then my mom sends me a screenshot. Do you know who this is? I was like, N-, and I just played along. I was like, no, why the hell are you selling dildos on Craigslist? And then she was like, oh, well, I just Googled the number. It came up as Daniel from Beoli's 25. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> dude, I was straight I was up like, scared. I was like, oh, was God like, damn it, dude. And then I was, I was like, well, I was like, maybe check your Craigslist. See if you need to take that ad down. <laughs> I still... I. I don't remember. I don't think I. I'm told so her glad something. I did not participate in that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I honestly think I think I was the only one that did it too. And I was like, Jesse, I'll do this for you if you text my mom and tell her happy oh, birthday. Yeah, His mom was... is now my landlord, so I'm so happy I did not do that. <laughs> it would have been so weird if I would have moved in with you before Mike did, because I I still if you haven't. Like, who's moving me. in? Oh, Daniel, 25 from Buell. <laughs> uh, he's also wondering, do you still have those dildos? <laughs> oh man. But you haven't told your mom about that? You just never I, cleared I don't, it up? I don't think so. Because, like, that day, I just kind of let it die off. And I don't think she ever realized it was April Fool's Day. Like. <laughs> Damn, dude. Man. I can't ever meet your mom. I'm going to have to go by a different name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's. Hey, mom. Do you ever sell those dildos? Friend that's still interested. <laughs> All right. 
I keep uh, so I keep looking down at my phone, right? Uh-huh. And it's because I posted a video of you guys talking and then flipped to me when I had my shirt off. Uh-huh. And so everyone's like, "Wait, why is your shirt off during a podcast?" <laughs> and people like think I'm naked. <laughs> and so all these people are really curious now to find out when this episode is airing and why I don't have clothes on. Is it just because you got hot, buddy? <laughs> it's really just because it was really hot in here, but now it's fine. We can uh we can wrap this up though. It's getting kind of late. Uh, Jesse. You've listened to the show, so you know what you know what comes with the new guest. Would you rather suck one dick ten times or ten dicks one time, and why? Um, honestly, probably. Oh, that's a hard one because it's like I want to say ten different dicks. I can bust it out one night, mm-hmm. but that's at the same time, night, that's like <laughs> it ups your body count, though. <laughs> like, yeah, I've no. sucked ten dudes' dicks because I mean. You could say I've sucked a dick. You don't have to. You don't have to go in detail like, oh, I sucked it ten times. But I mean, you don't mm. have to. You don't have to tell anybody you sucked a dick at all. I. I but st- I, I mean, you. Everyone knows that I like my ass being eight now, so it's probably gonna come out. Yeah, that's um, true. <laughs> I don't know. I. I think I still have to go ten dicks, because I try to bust out one night. You know, just erase that night from my memory and call it good. Right I don't know if I could. Right I don't know if I could. I'm talking about. Like, I feel like I'd instantly gag. Like, I don't have gag reflex, but just having a dick in my mouth. and Yeah, no, no. I mean, I feel like we would all have that same response. People have answered that question. Lainey and Lena got a swapped version of it, but they were also my first two female guests. So, no, Mike's not saying anything because you answered poorly in his response. Oh, um, I answered with the correct answer. No. Which is one dick ten times. No, false. You... I don't... Think, think about, like... You S- have to... No, stop trying to change them. You're not going to make a dude... Bust ten times in one night. I'm not trying to do it all in one night either way. But it's not going to happen. And I mean, and is this new? Why are you so get... passionate about doing it ten times? He wants to get it over with. But at the same dude. time, it's like uh, these dudes are going to be hard watching you suck their dick. Like I, I feel like that's going to be a challenge to own get the, getting them hard. If they're not into it. You know what I mean? That's I why know. if you figure out the one guy, you figure it out and you get it over faster. I don't know. Maybe eat their ass or come up. You got to do the extra work. <laughs> no, so just just to go on the record, Jesse's sucking ten I'm different sucking dicks. Ten dicks. Yep. That's what I'm talking about. That's oh. what I'm talking about. Uh, Mike, do you have anything you want to talk about before we go? Dude, I don't know. This was funny. Um, do you have any other stories, Jesse, of stupid shit we've done? Because I mean, I'm drawing a blank right now, and I know there's plenty. Yeah, I mean... It's just a lot. Um, I mean, they always seem to end in karaoke. Yeah. <laughs> there was uh, New Year's when we felt like college gods again because we ran the pong table for like four hours yeah. <laughs> to the point where we were physically tired of playing pong. Uh-huh. Shooting arms, getting tired, you know. I am excited to like beat you guys' ass in rec league basketball next week. So that could be fun. Dude, you... Uh, I don't want to talk about that, dude. Angel's going to be gone. Carlos might not be back, dude. We're going to... We literally haven't had... You're not going to have a, Lonzo Ball shot with dude, you guys? No, we haven't. We've honestly only had, I think, one game where our whole team was there. And I don't even think that's right. I think we haven't had our full team at all. I think we had our full team our first week, but still undefeated. Not going to lose next week. Yeah, we, we haven't been on that hot of a streak. But who knows, dude? I might just show you guys how it's done. Eldar went off last week, dude. Yeah, that's right. Carlos went off last week, dude. Came off of like, not being there for two games and just showed <laughs> yeah. up. Eldar called me after this game. He's like, I was fucking cooking. And he was fucking pissed that you guys lost. <laughs> dude, we were all mad. It was 
it was kind of bullshit, dude. Doug Doug was getting fouled left and right, and they did not call a single foul on him once. Huh, Doug? Shooting from his shoulder? Yeah, he yeah, I remember that. Wasn't Doug going to tell us a story? Oh, yeah, Doug. Oh, yeah. It's kind of past that already, but... I mean, you want to... Basically, Idaho is just racist. You want to come talk real quick? Uh... <laughs> Bro, I want to get another story in. This is fun. I, I didn't expect to be called up. Doug, Doug's walking up to the mic, guys. Oh, he's sitting on my... <laughs> I just said I'm going to sit on your lap. <laughs> Oh, you need a haircut. I don't. Come see me. I don't know anybody good. Hey, know great people at haircuts. But that's you, Jesse. Shout that's out great to clips. Carlos, though. He was literally my first live client ever, like in school. So that you was still dope. missed that mustache. And, and he was my first live client as like a professional too. Yeah. So that was. Dope. And he did great both times. Yeah, I mean, even better the second time. Yeah, a lot better <laughs> the second time. Yo, for real, like the last episode where Daniel and I just kind of had a moment where we talked about how beautiful each other were is because we just got our haircuts both that same day from Jesse. So if you're in the Magic Valley area, shit, if you're in the Treasure Valley area and you need to just drive and find a good barber, Jesse's the dude. Also, shout out to Christian. He came to see me last week. He said he discovered me off the podcast. So shout out to you guys as well. Talking me up. Yeah, no, dude. Of course, you do great. You do great work. And then Christian, that. dude, I'm glad that you found Jesse because he's gonna he's gonna take care of you, buddy. It was so funny because like nonchalant, I was like, so every like new client I get, I'm like, so how'd you hear about me? He's like, oh, I just listened to this podcast. And at my first, I was like, what the fuck? Like, I was like, <laughs> he's like, like, yeah, he's like a guy I went to high school with. It's called Twisted Talk. I'm like, oh, I was like, I'll be on it next week. So Jesse's like, people actually listen to that <laughs> shit. Wow. <That's> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like. His new his newfound barber, he's gonna find out gets like get his ass ate, so that's gonna be awesome. <laughs> it's gonna make a, your haircut next time really interesting. Yeah. Had I not promised myself at the beginning of the year that I was gonna go all year without cutting my hair, I would definitely go back to Jesse. He did a great job the first time. <laughs> Anyways, you gonna bring the cornrows back? I, I do want to do the cornrows. Can you cornrow? No. <laughs> I mean, I can. No. But fuck that I shit. do want to do the cornrows again though. Shout, that's Ellie, uh, Eldar's girl. That's great work. So you want to tell us your story real quick? It's not even that great of a story because, like, I heard Jesse talking. He's like, he was saying that he would, he probably would have said something. I didn't say nothing, but it's I, hard. Was dude. it strangers? Really was it strangers? Well, it, was, it was strangers, and they were both drunk. Okay, yeah. Oh, so that's that's clarifying. Like, I'm saying, if it's someone I know or remotely know, or they're in my area, like, I'm like, oh yeah, no, if yeah. it's somebody I know, I will, I will say oh, yeah. something. But so I'm like, I was sitting. I'm not gonna go up to drunk strangers at the bar. I'm like, hey, yeah. fuck you. <laughs> I'm like, all five seven of me. <laughs> well. What was said was completely out of pocket. Like, it wasn't just them saying the N-word. It was, like, completely out of pocket. Um, they were watching the, like, I don't know, highlights of football games or whatever in the Black History Month commercial came uh, up. And I got, like, they were saying, I hate February. And just talking back and forth how much they hate February because it's Black History Month. They were all, F these N-words, you know. I'm glad it's February out of all months because it's the shortest month. They're like, if we have to, I'll give them 28 days at most. Wow. That was the actual conversation, like, summed up. It was terrible. Yeah, so whoever you are, you're a real fucking yeah, piece of you shit. This. Yeah, I want You're to, a bitch, though. and I hate that word. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse yeah. said bitch twice. <laughs> yeah. It was terrible, Jesse. Try that yeah, again. A, there we go. Y'all, like, missed the first time. That's rough. I got my thumb in there. <laughs> <laughs> Are we talking about your butt again? Or... No. 
Doug, you want to you say anything else before we go? Um, you kind of just sat back there and played video games the whole time. Yeah, I've been playing No Man's Sky. So if you play No Man's Sky and you want to be a space pirate with me, <laughs> that would be so sick because right now I'm just fighting. Space people. pirate, eye patch or peg leg? I think I'd have to go eye patch. Uh, he doesn't want to be pegged. <laughs> if that was the question, I would have said no, I don't. <laughs> I'm going to answer that straight up. <laughs> well, shit, guys. I, I, that's good. I had fun. Yeah, that's a lot of fun. I'll definitely be back. For sure? Oh, for sure. All right. All right. Oh, yeah. We'll figure that out. Carlos, it's your second guest appearance on a podcast. Yeah, I've never actually, episode? like, scheduled to... Be- <laughs> he just <laughs> shows <laughs> up. We're just using his house. Um, I almost, yeah, I almost feel like I should just keep it that way. And if I, like, Carlos just walks into a room. But I do kind room. of want to have, like, an episode. I just want to, like... I want to be on it sometime. I think you need an episode. People deserve more Carlos. Maybe I just got to randomly show up at the beginning of one next time rather than... Yeah, the those end. dudes at the bar would be like, well, guess what? I'm fucking Black Doug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I should have said something. I know my Black Doug. Like, why couldn't I have just... <laughs> I should have said something. God damn it. Mike, oh, shit. you want to give us our winner again one more time? I think it was Brody, wasn't it? Yeah, it was definitely Brody. Brody, Brody, hey, Brody you won. Stanley, you won, bro. So we'll be in contact with you about your free T-shirt, and we'll figure out who you are closest to to get waxed. Um, but definitely that's it. Probably Lena. Yeah, right? it's definitely Lena. I Stay think tuned. Keep listening to this podcast. Next time I'm on, I'll probably do a giveaway with Daniel as well. Oh, shit. Okay. Ooh, yeah. Can I win that myself? Uh, if you enter. Boom. All right, we'll figure that out. Mike, you want to? Should we do a giveaway for this one? Or should we wait till the next one? Wait till the next, next one. Wait till one. the next okay. one. Let's build up. So, so you fuckers gotta listen again. <laughs> mm-hmm. Gotta be ready. Well, I can do a giveaway. I still have a bunch of my painkillers from Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you wanna do it. And giveaway. we just entered into felony mode. <laughs> yeah. That uh, no, was strictly a joke. No. We are Don't not financial so advisors. To the moon. No, I'm keeping that in there, dude. <laughs> Mike, you want to give us a little send-off, though? Yo, we appreciate all you guys. Thanks for listening to our stupid shit that we enjoy doing. And uh, if, like I said, if you're in the area, go see Jesse. Get faded up. Um, dude seriously does great work. He makes me, like, six, six inches taller because I like my hair fucking big and voluptuous. So, Also, this episode's obviously coming out after the Super Bowl. But fuck Tom Brady, and I really hope he lost. Oh, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be upset if he lost. Let's set it off with that. Uh, Who's your guys' picks? Chiefs. I don't know, dude. I'm a firm believer that games are won in the trenches, and that may be just the former lineman in me, but uh, games are definitely won in the trenches, and I think the Bucs have the better offensive and defensive line. However, the Chiefs... The way they fucking electric, dude. Mm-hmm. They're so electric, mm-hmm. but you can never count Tom Brady out. Yeah, yeah. Fuck if Tom Eli Brady. Manning's not in the game, you can't count Tom Brady out. If Kyle Shanahan is coaching, fuck him. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. You definitely can't count him out. Twenty-eight to three is forever in my mind. That's tough, buddy. Bro, that's like you want to know a loyal man. I have a Falcons tattoo. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I feel bad every time I see it too. I'm like, he's Then I, I have my son's. <laughs> I have my I'm son's like birthday and Roman numerals <laughs> under it. Everyone's like, "Did you get a Super Bowl tattoo?" I was like, "Fuck no! I got that before the Super Bowl." Wish I wish it would have been post Super Bowl because I wouldn't have got that shit. You know what? You know what's crazy though? The popped up 
uh, on Instagram the other day, and I tagged Mike on it, or tagged Mike in it, and then I tagged him in it on Twitter too. But the Colts beat the Bears like fucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> Just so you know, you had a record broken against you in that Super Bowl. That's fine. No one had ever run a t- opening touch or an opening kick off back for a touchdown. Devin Hester fucking did it. Well, yeah. Hey. We, uh, we still won. If we didn't have goddamn Rex Grossman, dude, if we had any other quarterback, bro, give me Mitch Trubisky in that game and we'd have won that shit. Matt Ryan has the highest super uh, quarterback rating in Super Bowl history and lost. And he also has the biggest comeback loss. Yeah, that's the what? same game. Oh, yeah. I was like, what the fuck did he just say? <laughs> I heard come on back. And I was like, all right, what? <laughs> He's like, please don't spit in my belly button. It's basically like what it felt like after like, that happened. Like someone started. just came on my back. <laughs> You can like, like, so, like do you have like an intro that plays in this? No, that, I don't. That's, that's I think you need to get like a aircraft. snippet of everyone that you get, just like oh yeah, twisted talk. Yo, that was yeah. that was fire. Can I get a oh yeah? Can I get a twisted talk? Twisted talk, baby. You now listen to Twisted Talk. Yo, we were rambling Sway about in the nothing morning. right now. <laughs> Jesus. All right, we love you guys. Thanks for listening. If you made it to this this far back, bye. We, I love you. Bye. Bye. Mm. Bye. Sorry. <laughs> he, <just laughs> waved, he waved at the mic. <laughs>